10 to 6, Friday. That means only one thing, that from Washington, D.C., with your American week, is Simon Marks. Tom, if Oscar Wilde had lived to witness this particular American week, I think he might have observed that to discover you've purloined one set of classified documents from the US government is unfortunate. To discover you've made off with a second set, well, that starts to look possibly criminal. But that is where Joe Biden finds himself this Friday after a bewildering week of revelations. All right, we have some breaking news. Uh, President Biden's aides have reportedly found now a second batch of classified documents at a new location. That is being reported this hour by NBC News. This follows the news on Monday that documents marked classified were found in an office Mr. Biden used before he ran for president. Fox and CBS getting their viewers up to date. After the initial revelation on Monday that a cache of about 10 classified documents had been discovered last November before the midterm elections in a Washington office that Joe Biden used between 2017 and 2020, the president went into Casablanca mode. Addressing reporters in Mexico City, he said he was shocked, shocked to discover that the documents were there. I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. Unlike, of course, his predecessor, whom in September the very same Joe Biden accused of completely irresponsible behavior with regards to his stewardship of the nation's secrets. Donald Trump, after all, spent most of last year refusing to hand over hundreds of classified documents that he took from the White House to his Mar-a-Lago estate. The National Archives, where they legally belong, only got them back after last September's FBI raid recovered them. But suddenly Joe Biden doesn't look like much of a choir boy in the classified documents stakes. This is major. This is huge. It just got released here that the second batch of classified documents were found in President Joe Biden's Wilmington garage, his personal home. Unlike the anchor there on right-leaning Newsmax TV, let's just take a breath. No one, neither Trump nor Biden, is allowed to store classified documents at home, in their garage, in their private office, without permission. It is illegal. There does appear at first blush to have been a big difference between the way in which Trump refused to negotiate the safe return of his documents to the government and Biden's reported cooperation with regard to his papers. The Justice Department says Biden's documents were returned immediately to the National Archives as soon as his team found them. But despite that, there are legal and political roadblocks ahead. I like to drive. I used to think I was a pretty good driver. The president has made no secret of the fact that he's a petrol head who owns a highly coveted 1967 Corvette. It starred in a 2020 election campaign ad. I love this car. Nothing but incredible memories. In that video, you can see Biden reversing the car into the garage where we now know some of the classified documents were stored. And I can't say from the outside it looks much neater than mine. Right-leaning reporters like Pete Ducey of Fox News could not wait to remind the American public that Joe Biden owns a collector's sports car. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a lock garage. 
Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, in a yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Perhaps, but maybe not seriously enough. We'll know soon, because yesterday Attorney General Merrick Garland announced he's appointing a special prosecutor to helm the probe into Biden's handling of classified documents. The extraordinary circumstances here require the appointment of a special counsel for this matter. This appointment underscores for the public the department's commitment to both independence and accountability in particularly sensitive matters. Translation, as with the Trump investigation, this is too hot a political potato for the Department of Justice to handle. So it's putting the probe into the hands of a quasi-independent investigator who will recommend whether criminal charges should follow. Now, Democrats loved it last year when Mr Garland invited a war crimes investigator to helm the probe into Donald Trump's classified documents. They like it a lot less now he's picked a gangland and prosecutor to dig into the Biden case. On Capitol Hill, Republicans cannot believe their luck. Congress has to investigate this. Kevin McCarthy, who is now Speaker of the House of Representatives after last Friday night's 15th vote in Congress on the matter, indicating that he knows a bit of fresh red meat when he sees it. The Republicans had already announced plans this week to investigate what they call the politicization of the Justice Department. Now they're accusing Joe Biden of a cover-up by failing to disclose the classified document discovery before election day last November. He knowingly knew this happened going into election. This is what makes America not trust their government. You cannot have one form of law because somebody philosophically has a different opinion than you and you can't use the Justice Department to go after people that are politically different as well. Ah, the unmistakable sound of a Washington investigative narrative forming. There were plenty of other big developments this week. Joe Biden made his first visit as president to the US border with Mexico. It didn't go especially well with Democrats to the left of him and Republicans to the right for different reasons assailing his policies on immigration. Japan's prime minister is at the White House right now, capping a week that has seen the US praise Tokyo for its military expansion. Never mind the country's pacifist post-war constitution, America needs Japan to help it stand up to China. And Donald Trump had a bad morning today. A New York court fined his business empire $1.6 million for tax fraud after earlier sending his longtime chief financial officer to jail for five months. Now, for obvious reasons, I was planning to play myself out today with Prince and his little red Corvette. But then last night, we got some unexpected news. Sad news from Hollywood on the death of Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis, passing away just a short time after she was rushed to a California hospital. Only on Tuesday, she was at the Golden Globes, celebrating the success there of Baz Luhrmann's new film, All About Her Father. Elvis's daughter did not have it easy, despite the wealth and fame into which she was born. She was married unsuccessfully four times, including once, of course, to Michael Jackson. She went into rehab five times for cocaine addiction and lost an adult son to suicide. She was a singer-songwriter in her own right. In 2007, she released a duet posthumously created with Elvis in which the two of them sing his 1969 classic, in the ghetto. Well, the world turns. And a hungry little boy with 
Lisa Marie Presley was 54. She spent her entire life contending with her father's immense fame until the very end. Her death, Tom, came just four days after she visited Graceland to commemorate what would have been Elvis's 88th birthday. Then one night in desperation, the young man breaks away. He buys a gun, steals a car, just to run, but he don't get far, and his mama cries. And his mama cries. As the crowd gathers round, an angry young man face down in the street with a gun in his hand in the ghetto. Reporting for LBC, presumably from his garage, Simon Marks, American Week.